Welcome back to the Authority Building Content Podcast, where we give you tips and tricks on what content you should create and why to get more leads and grow your business. And today we are talking about how to create a promotional calendar. So you've got your content channel up and rolling. You have a handle on your content planning, your production times, and main distribution methods. But the work is not over. It's just begun. With the rare exception of a surprise viral sensation, your reach isn't going to grow itself. People can't enjoy, share, and engage with content they don't know about. You have to spread the word. And that means creating a promotional calendar to go along with your editorial calendar. A promotional calendar is a schedule for what content you're going to be talking about, where you'll be doing it, and how you're going to get the message out there. It tells you what you're going to be directing attention to and where that attention is coming from. Your calendar can be spectacularly complex or pretty bare bones, depending on how many metrics you want to be tracking over time. So at a minimum, your promotional calendar needs to tell you what content is being released on each day and what you're doing to promote it. Some teams combine their promotional and editorial calendars, and some do them separately. There are pros and cons to each. Having your promotional calendar in the same document as your editorial calendar can be handy because you have everything in one place. But that's a spreadsheet that can get pretty unwieldy as your content archive grows. And it might be more challenging to find the specific information you're looking for or do any kind of data manipulation to learn about your stats. A separate promotional calendar can be organized to give you a really solid at-a-glance information, but there is going to be some level of duplication involved unless you program your sheets to pull data from one to another. And if you ever want to make Megan deliriously happy, hire her to program Google Sheets for you. Megan loves it. It's her thing. I don't ask why. So you may want to experiment with different kinds of promotional calendars to find out what works for you and your team. But for now, let's talk about how to generate and organize the information you need to be capturing. When you've finished a piece of content and you're scheduling it for release, that's the best time to create the social media and other promotional actions you're going to take for it. To keep things relatively simple, you'll want to prepare similar amounts of promotional materials for every piece on the channel. It makes batching and habit forming much easier. So when you record a podcast episode, you might plan to promote it via several tweets, an Instagram post, a share on LinkedIn, and on your company Facebook page. You might also be planning to directly reach out to two or three influencers you know will be interested in the topic, and of course, giving your guest everything they need to promote it. These are all the little blanks in your promotional calendar that you need to fill with content. Keeping track of exactly what you're doing to promote each episode is a little onerous to do, but there are some significant benefits to keeping detailed records. Let's talk about the kind of information you might put into your calendar and why it can be helpful. First and foremost, you'll have the piece of content you're promoting. This includes the title, keywords, release date, URLs, or embed codes associated with it, and it makes pulling information quickly a snap, although recording them all is a drag. Next, you'll want to have the different mechanisms you're using to promote that channel. You might have different social platforms you use to promote different content or a blend of all your content on each social platform you're using. Do you tweet about your episodes? 
How many times for each episode? Do you make a teaser video to share on Facebook? What about descriptions on LinkedIn? When you're creating the social sharing assets for each content piece, try to use the hashtags, tagging, keywords, all of that stuff regularly so that you appear in search results for those terms. However you track your calendar, you want to include a list of the tags you use most frequently. Now, are there other people involved in your content? If you interview an expert, reference a book, talk about a place, anything that's likely to have a social media account associated with it, you want to alert that account that they're involved. This makes it easy for them to reshare and engage with you about that content. You can add those alerts as you're scheduling the posts or build them right into your draft in the content calendar. That all comes down to your workflow. Finally, you may want to include the personal or manual types of outreach that you're going to be doing. We strongly recommend sending personal, individualized notes to people who will be interested in the content. And if you track who you're sending them to, you'll be able to see both who is really receptive to getting content suggestions from you and who you've sent messages to in the past that maybe you shouldn't be bugging again too soon. Now, the last thing you need to decide about your promotional calendar is how much results tracking you want to do. This can be a lot of work, but it has some significant benefits. For each platform, you might want to track the number of engagements like reshares, comments, and likes. This will allow you to get a sense of which types of posts perform the best and give you a ton of insight on the interests and passions of your audience. This can provide hard data that you can use to make decisions about which platforms are working for you. It's something you don't want to be in the dark about. At the end of the day, the more data you have, the more insight you'll gain into your content strategy. But you have to weigh that against the work this kind of tracking involves. It's easy to get bogged down in data. And if you find yourself or your team spending more time counting likes than engaging with actual humans, scale back. The relationship with your audience is the most important thing and should be enhanced with the information you collect, not replaced by it. So your action step for this episode is to take a piece of content and identify the different ways you're going to share it. Then start experimenting with different tools and tracking systems to get a sense of what information is going to be the most valuable for your team. And if Google Sheets gives you hives, make sure you contact us because Megan just adores them. Head on over to onestonecreative.net. That's onestonecreative.net and we can give you a hand with your promotional calendar.